Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening.
We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarity that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hey now, No Simple Road family, how's everybody doing out there? We are, or we, it's just me, it's Aaron, how's it going? Back this week with another little 20 minute or so, let's see what happens here, heads talking, just to bring you a little conversation, a little something for your Monday, beginning of the week can be weird and difficult and funky and nobody digs Monday morning, so... um, if you do, let me know. I would love to hear from you, the the one person out there that's like, hey, I really, really love Monday. Like Sunday night, I get all excited that tomorrow is Monday and I can't sleep and like just am all wound up and then Monday morning comes and I'm just partying all day because it's Monday and I want to hear from you. But the rest of you, this is for you. Um, you know, I think right now <clears throat> it's super important for all of us to maintain connection and uh, feel engaged with each other and just feel like we're not alone, man. Um, I, I've been noticing something and I wanted to run it by you guys and see what you think about this. Like, uh, first of all, with everything that's happening right now, we are very uh, engaged in the digital world. A lot of us are following, you know, the protests and the Black Lives Matter thing and the the elections that are getting ready to happen and the pandemic. And you, you guys know all the news shit that's going on right now. And because there's so much data out there, we are in front of a screen a lot more than we would have been with quarantine and everything. We are spending a lot more time in the digital world than we are in reality in the real world and that it's a double-edged sword okay in my mind it is in one way it's a good thing because we can find that connection i was talking about with each other across vast distances across the world we can instantly communicate with each other. We can know when something's happening. Like I live out here on the West Coast. When something happens on the East Coast, I can know about it minutes, seconds sometimes after it happens because of that world. That thing brings me information and fun and laughter and information and knowledge and all that. But on the flip side of that thing, it disconnects me from the natural world. Uh, my body is present in the natural world, but my mind is literally somewhere else. A couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, one of our listeners and friend of ours, Christina, came to visit and with some of her friends, and we were all hanging out on the porch talking, and, and I was saying, you know, I've been realizing that when I've been on my phone for a little while, like after I shut it down, there there's a few minutes that I feel I have to reconnect with the world around me. Like I've physically gone somewhere. When I come out of scrolling through Instagram or reading the news or doing something like that, there's a few minutes of like, uh, 
uh, anti-equilibrium, a, a disconnected feeling. And it takes me a few minutes to fully re-engage with conversation. It takes me a, a few minutes to, to readjust to the barometric pressure of just being in a social situation. Or even when I'm by myself, I feel it. Like I have to reconnect to the reality that I'm moving myself into. I don't know if it's because I've done a lot of drugs in the past or if that's, if everybody feels like that. But I mean, just think about it. The next time you've been on your phone for a little while, check out how you feel when you go to put the phone down and how you are adjusting to the reality around you. Once you've put that away, it's a, it's a strange thing. And I realized through all of this like different little realizations that I've been having lately that this connection that we have with the digital world is very prominent right now. It is extremely prevalent and almost oppressive in a lot of ways in keeping us uh, disconnected from everything. And I know if you listen to No Simple Road, you've heard me say a million times, like, we are vibration, we are energy, we are frequency, and those things don't go away. When we are engaged in scrolling on our phone, you are still that stuff. And so I I was going for a run the other day, and as I was running, I was thinking about what I'm talking about right now, and I kind of, I don't know if you call this a realization or not, but like as I was running, I was taking in breaths and breathing them out and taking them in and breathing them out and my feet are moving and hitting the ground and I could feel the air on my skin and I could see the sun coming up and the clouds in the sky, this like brilliant azure blue sky getting ready to peak in the morning and there was a couple of coyotes there and they were running around the track with me and there was all this stuff happening that was engaging my senses and touching my mind and my five sense system. And I realized, holy shit, like we feel as human beings that we are a part of, like, I I don't mean a part of, I mean, a part of like separate from, we feel like we're, you know, in reality or in the world or with other people. And I don't think that's true, man. I I just don't. And I know that sounds really fucking whacked out, but check it out. So as I'm running, I'm breathing in, my lungs are expanding. There's molecules of oxygen in the air that are going into my body and they're going into my lungs And those molecules are um, becoming oxygen in my blood. So now there is no separation from the air that's outside of my body to the inside. It's becoming a part of me. That air that's touching my skin is causing nerve endings to react and feeling. So I'm feeling that sense of touch. So I am connected in a visceral way, in a, in a real touch kind of a way with the air that's around me. I can see the trees and the sky and those images are manifesting in my brain as vision. 
So now I am connected through my senses now, and I'm also hearing the yip of the coyotes and the wind blowing and the air in the trees. So now I have these vibratory frequencies coming into my ears and vibrating my eardrum that is causing me to be able to hear stuff. And so all of these things are happening, and I'm not apart from them. They are part of who I am and part of my thoughts and part of my experience and part of my reality. And all of that makes this brilliant soup, this psychedelic world that we call default reality. Think of, I can't think of anything that is trippier than simply just being awake and alive. It, this is the weirdest shit ever. You put a seed in the ground, it just blows up and becomes a gigantic tree, and that tree drops little pieces of itself, and those little pieces of itself manifest as other big, gigantic things, and there's these weird like animals running around in them, gathering nuts, and we've got other animals that are hanging out with us, and we connect with I mean, this whole thing is a fucking trip. But what I'm talking about is being connected to the world around us and inside of it, we are part of, we are not separate from the reality that we're living in. And it's very easy right now to trip out and forget that, especially when we are connected through this digital world. And I'm not shitting on the digital world. I'm talking to you through it right now. It's a tool. It's not uh, this awful thing like people demonize it all the time and you know what that's bullshit I'm using it as a tool right now and you're using it as a tool right now to hear my voice there without that you and I would not be able to connect in this way at all so that's a fucking beautiful thing man but what I'm talking about is that tool coming in and becoming harmful for our outlook and our uh, health our mental health because when, when we feel separate from things, we are, number one, uh, in a state of anxiety and easily afraid. Because when think about this. When you're a little kid and it's late at night and you're in your room and your parents were in their room and you would wake up in the middle of the night. And I know we all had this happen to us when we were kids, man. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're scared. And you're so fucking afraid you don't want to move because the monster is going to get you. And the only thing that's going to keep you safe is the blanket. And I, you know, as an adult, think about that critically, man. (laughs) The only thing that's going to keep you safe from the monster is a blanket. But whatever. Anyway, my point is we were afraid like that because we were alone. We were disconnected from the things that made us feel safe, our parents at the time. And now... We are isolating ourselves from everything around us through this tool that we have. And it makes us easily manipulated, easily uh, prone to anxiety and fear and anger. And I, to use a Star Wars reference, the dark side of the force. It really opens us up for that stuff, man. But I'll tell you what, when you step outside of that and you realize that that is uh, a possibility and it's a thing that can happen, then you can start to pay attention to when uh, those things are going on. I know for me, I have seen how simply scrolling through Instagram can change my emotional state 
and not just for a moment, but for a day or hours to come. And it's, it's almost like, um, somebody shoving you when you're walking, you know, you're strolling down the street and somebody comes up behind you and gives you a good hard shove to the left. Well, now you're off balance and you're stumbling. And that's kind of what it's like if you are connecting to what you're scrolling to and letting it move you. And I don't know if you guys have ever paid attention to this. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have and you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, yeah, Aaron, whatever. This isn't this isn't news. But just the next time you sit down with your phone and you're scrolling through Facebook or whatever, pay attention to how you feel. Look at how your... Uh, emotional temperature rises and falls as you scroll. And, uh, you know, I'm not, again, not bashing the thing. I'm just saying, be aware, be aware of how you're using the tool. And I know for me, man, I have a hard enough time with simply what goes on inside my head all by myself. I don't need anybody's fucking help to cause me to spin out of control or push me off balance. I, I have a, uh, a time of difficult time of keeping that shit straight all on my own. So when I add an outside force to that thing, it can cause me personally, I'm talking about me right now to spin out, to get caught up, to get angry about stuff that I wouldn't, normally have gotten angry about or to, uh, I don't know, be anxious about the future and all of that. Look, man, it's a very, we're in a very precarious moment. The world is in a very precarious moment right now. There's a lot happening and there's a lot on the line. And so in that all by itself, we as a human collective consciousness have a lot of uh, trepidation and uh, wonder about what's going on right now. I don't even want to call it anxiety. It's just wonder. Nobody knows what's going to happen and we're all wondering. And so like me, you guys, we don't need any help pushing us over the edge right now. So I'm not, I'm not advocating like turning off your phone. If that's what you want to do, that's cool, man. I'm just saying to to be aware of the tool and how you're using it and how it's affecting you. Because with everything that's going on right now, we need to keep our heads as a community and as a family and as... What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. This jam community that we love so much and the heads and all of us, like we are manifestors. We are people that understand the power of thought and connection. We've had those experiences at shows where we are all working in one mind and the music is 
playing through us and the, you, know, you guys know what I'm talking about. You don't need me to explain it. So we understand the power of mind. And so in these moments where we are perched precariously on the precipice, that was really funny alliteration. Do you like that? Uh, when we're teetering the way we are right now, it's really important for us to keep our heads, man. Right now is not a time for us to lose our shit and continually being shoved and pushed one way or the other from outside forces isn't going to help us see clearly. It's not going to help us um, keep it together. It's not going to help us get where we need to go. And I'm not even talking about anything political right now. I'm just saying like, as humanity, as people that are alive on the planet right now, you know, the situation that we're in globally with the pandemic and everything has us perched on the edge of everything that we've ever known being altered. And, and it's um, not a time for us to really up to, <laughs> to not see clearly. And so, I think it's super important for all of us to take a minute every day and pay attention to how we're reacting to the forces that are coming at us, how we are interpreting the media that we take in. I, there was a weird thing when I was in um, graphic design school. One of my teachers was an amazing dude and talked to us a lot about our media diet. And I never thought about it like that, like that the stuff that we take in through social media and the computers and the television and the radio is a diet. But if you think about it, it really is this in the same way that we take in food and that gives us energy and, um, tastes good or bad and all of that. The media that we take, take in every day through all the screens that are around us does the same thing. It can nourish us. It can heal us. It can poison us. It can keep us healthy. So it's really important for us to pay attention to the diet that we're ingesting through digital media. It is just, it's, it's one of those things that like we take, I, I know I did, I take, take, took it for granted for a very long time until I heard that. And I thought, holy shit, man, like if I'm eating McDonald's, 24 7 i'm gonna get sick man like i gotta pay attention to the diet that i'm taking in and make sure that i'm using it in a way that's going to keep me healthy and you know man one of the huge things that's come out of quarantine for me and mel and apple is the importance of the no simple road family and the community that we have through the podcast and through the music that we all love you guys are really important to us. It, you, <laughs> I can't even like properly put it into words how integral in our lives you guys are. It, I mean, just think about this. Like in your house, you've got rooms that are filled with your most important and, and beloved and treasured things. And we have an entire room of our house that's dedicated to you guys. 
It's filled with things that you guys have sent us. It's the place that we sit down to communicate to all of you. It is filled with visual reminders of you guys out there and what you mean to us. And so it's a statement. And you guys really are important to the three of us. Well, four, Darwin too, and Ryder. But I just want to make sure that we're keeping our heads about us as this climate gets weirder because it's getting weird, man. Shit is, I mean, not getting, it's getting weirder. And I love you guys and I care about you. And I've heard from a lot of you that, you know, this time has been rough for you too. And you're just barely hanging on. And, you know, we all need a fucking show and all of it. And let's just pay attention this week to our diet, to our media diet, what our eyes see, what our ears hear, what our mouths say, and take a few minutes and just go outside. Put your fucking phone down, put the computer away for a minute, step outside and just breathe, man. Connect with that energy that's out there and feel it around you. Feel the air touch your skin. Take a look at the sky, look at the clouds, touch a fucking tree, smell a flower, look at the bees. All that stuff is happening, man. And it's out there and it's alive. And we're part of it. We are not separate from that thing. We are part of this great, beautiful dance that's happening all around us outside. You know, we just came through this horrific fire here in Portland. And for those of you that haven't, didn't talk to us during that, just a little bit of how that was. When we walk, when you walk outside, the sky was blood red and dark in the middle of the day. You could, you could look directly at the sun. It was a tiny orange dot. The light of the sun couldn't even make it through the smoke. It was so thick outside that when you walk out, your eyes water, your nose runs, you could taste the fire on your tongue. And it was horrible, man. And it was 10 days of just thick air and awful. And when that cleared, I told Mel the other day, quarantine has made me appreciate little shit like being able to see the blue sky, being able to look up and see the stars at night, having a warm bed to sleep in, toilet paper, (laughs) um, little stuff, man, that, you know, we, I took for granted for my entire life. But I tell you what, I don't take that shit for granted now. So take a minute, step outside of yourself, go feel what's going on out there. The tide is changing, you guys. There, we're, get, we're coming to the head of this thing, and on the backside of that is healing and celebration. But we're not there yet. We're close. We're getting there. It's not time yet, but it will be soon. So just hang on. Pay attention to what you're looking at this week. Take care of each other. I'll be back next week. We have another episode coming for you this week in the middle of the week. And smile, man. 
everything's going to be good. Just hang in there. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. Peace. No simple road. 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 I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hi, this is Henry K host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.